0: there and welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of this podcast. On this podcast I talk about all things simple whether it's life out here on our little hobby farm, how I keep it simple in my homeschool, or you'll always just hear a lot about Jesus. Because I truly do believe the remedy for clutter and chaos in our world is Jesus. The more we desire him, the less we naturally desire the things of this world, and the easier it is to live more simply. Well, this podcast, I have a lot to say today for sure. It's been two weeks since I recorded, and in fact, two weeks to the day that I recorded this last time. If you listened to my last podcast episode, you would have heard me say in the beginning, Oh, I've been very worn down, and I I was catching a little bit of a cold, but it seems to have gone away. And I think I noticed my voice was a little bit off on that episode. And I said, oh, yeah, but I feel great now. Well, about 24 24 hours after that, I did not feel great. And I did actually have COVID. So you will hear a little bit about that. I'm not going to get too into the whole thing, but you'll hear a little bit about that today. I learned so much through the past two weeks, um, just in so many things in... uh, you know, when you're alone in, in isolation for nine days, you learn a lot. Um, so, you're going to hear a little bit about that. I just, I really want to encourage you guys today. You know, I put up on Instagram, what do you guys want to hear about on the podcast? And so many people have been sending me homeschooling questions. So, I don't know if I'm going to do like an entire episode um, on homeschooling, or I might even do just like one big giant special episode because I've gotten so many questions lately about homeschooling high school and having older children and you know relationships like just so many questions. So I'm going to figure out how to get that out to you guys. But today, I did want to do this episode. Somebody actually wrote anything encouraging in this dark world. And I was like, you know what? I was in a pretty dark place the past week, and I saw so much light. And it really helped my perspective change. And I really do want to talk today about, you know, living in this dark world right now. There is so much light. Many of us feel hopeless. Many of us feel helpless. Many of us are feeling despair some days. I know I do when I look at the news. So I I wanted to just remind you where our hope is, remind you that there is so much light in the dark. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about what went on while I had COVID. Not going to get, like I said, too much into the details. We'll talk about that um, and just what's been going on here. But before I start, I want to thank my podcast sponsor, as always, Apologia. Apologia is a Christ-centered, award-winning homeschool curriculum provider. Their mission is to help homeschool students and families learn, live, and defend the Christian faith through their print and digital curriculum as well as their online classes. We have used Apologia pretty much our entire homeschooling journey uh, in some way, shape, or form. They are favorite because of the biblical worldview that is woven throughout every subject that you can get at Apologia plus they offer uh, curriculum for ages K to 12 there's a ton of free resources on their website if you go to Apologia.com you can find some homeschooling helps if you're just getting started in homeschooling if you have questions about homeschooling you can find activities and downloads and resources for your kids go over to Apologia.com and check out all that they have to offer I also wanted to remind I want to remind you that many people this year are choosing to shop small, right? Shop local, shop small. In fact, my last podcast episode, I talked about how I wanted to get rid of junk this year. And I'm really trying to just have no junk in my life, whether it's physical or mental. And I feel that way about Christmas. Like I don't want to give somebody else junk either. I don't want to just give them a knickknack that's going to collect dust on their shelves. I don't want to clutter up their lives. I want to give purposeful and meaningful gifts. I Wanted to remind you that I have some products that I think would be a purposeful and meaningful gift for someone out there. Number one, the Simply Living for Him Devotional, which I'm going to link in the show notes, or you can go over to Amazon. You can search Karen Debuse, all my books will come up, or you can search Simply Living for Him Devotional. It's the devotional for less clutter and more joy, and it truly is a meaningful gift because the reason I wrote that devotional was not just to, you know, like have this typical devotional where the author kind of has a Bible verse and some encouragement about the verse. While you will find that the purpose of the book is really for women, and the book is for all women, not just homeschooling moms, not moms, any woman. Um, The purpose is for all women to get into the Word. And what greater gift to give somebody than the transformational time of spending uh, time in the Word of God. And so this devotional has three pages of notes for each devotion. So you can journal, you can can write down your prayers. You can write down what you're observing in the Bible verses, what God is teaching you. So it's really designed for the reader to spend time in God's Word. What better gift to give than the gift of somebody spending time in the Word of God? Definitely a meaningful gift and not just some uh, dust collector over there. I also have my books, um, The Simple Homeschool Journey called home as well as real homeschool. those are also available on Amazon it would be a great gift for a homeschooling mom. Again, what better gift than to give someone the gift of encouragement? So I will link those in the show notes and I would love for you to support my ministry by purchasing a book this year as well as giving a gift that is purposeful and meaningful or maybe you just want to get one for yourself get one for yourself, give one to a friend. Uh, so you can find all that on Amazon or go to the show notes. So as I said, uh, I've been off for two weeks with COVID. And yeah, the la- the very last episode that I did on the podcast, I was biting a little cold. That's what I thought I had. I thought I had a little cold. It literally felt like nothing. It was a tickle. It was a tickle in my throat. That's how I would describe it. And it just, um, it seemed to actually go away. I had it for like a day and I was like, oh, I'm better already. And then... <laughs> I was not better. Then it came back and it came back with a vengeance. I do not want to get into all the details at all on social media or in public. I've talked about it on Instagram and in my community. Uh, I've talked about it on my um, YouTube a little bit. But if you have questions or you are interested to know, you know, how I got it and, you know, was I vaccinated or not? And if I, you know. What protocols I took and all that. I'm happy to answer any questions and share my experience. I just don't want to do it out there in the public because I feel like there's enough of that out there Um, and I'm not having my page go down that road of, you know, all the negativity it brings and all the comments and all that, but I am happy to share. It's no secret what, you know, what uh, happened, so I am happy to share if you would like to reach out to me privately and um, I will tell you that I am doing much better, but it does really take its toll. I am exhausted. Now, part of the reason I'm exhausted and I feel like I've been hit by a truck is because I think life has literally hit me like a truck in the past (laughs) nine months, maybe. Um, And so I thought when, so the last time I did the podcast, we were just coming back from the wedding, which was huge right a huge milestone in our life and I still have not had a chance to process all of that because here I was after the wedding kind of came home uh for a few days was really like I I really felt like after the wedding I just wanted to exhale for months and months and months I have been on edge. Life has been moving at lightning speed. One thing after another was happening. I was, you know, getting very tense as time was moving towards the wedding and all these things were happening. And I just thought, when that wedding is over, I'm just going to exhale. And a lot of all the tension and stress of the past several months will now be behind me. And coming home from that wedding, I was on like, Cloud nine, because it was so beautiful, so meaningful. I was just so excited. I stared at the pictures literally every day. I I would just stare at them and cry. And, um, you know, there was just so much to process. I mean, my daughter got engaged and married very quickly. So there was like, you know, all this stuff I feel like people prepare themselves for for like a year all happened within a matter of months. So, you know, it was. A lot to deal with and um, I felt like when I came home that I was just going to start you know processing all that had happened and then boom I got hit with COVID and praise the Lord no one else in my family came down with it which is a miracle in itself because I thought when I thought I had just a cold I wasn't separate from anybody I was you know with them constantly and I even literally said to them like the first day I had a little bit of cold I was like you know I'm gonna go to my room and see what this is because I don't really feel that good and I was like I better stay away from everybody and then the next day I came down I was like oh I'm better I feel fine I just had this little like uh raspy voice and so I was like I'm fine you know we can all be together whatever and so when I Ended up then taking another downturn that night, and I realized, "Uh uh-oh, this is a big deal. I think I am really sick and took a COVID test, happened to have one here at home, um, and it was positive. And then uh, realized, you know, I had exposed everybody. And like major exposures, like driving in the car 30 minutes, uh, you know, like literally major exposures. And so, and just living in the same house. And so um, it's a miracle that nobody else got it. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So anyway, I will tell you that um, from that moment on, as soon as I took the test and knew I had to be isolated from everybody, it you would think you have nine days, like I was isolated, I guess, for nine days, because I had some, you know, it's 10 days, you're supposed to be from the time of symptoms. And I had already had symptoms for a day or two before. Um, So I was, you would think like, wow, nine days, you must have like all this time to kind of think and process and you know do things and but it wasn't like that at all. <laughs> my brain didn't work well for those nights, especially the first few. If you watch any of my devotionals the first few days, uh I tried to well, the first few days I was literally in bed. But when I started to feel kind of better like midway through the isolation, I was trying to do devotionals. I feel like I didn't make a lot of sense because I my brain wasn't working right. But anyway, You would think you had all this time to kind of that exhale I was looking for. I mean, I remember even the doctor on call when I called over the weekend and said, I'm COVID positive. What do I do? And she was like, oh, you just had this big wedding. Well, this will be like a little time for you to regroup and, you know, have a little alone time and downtime. But I mean, when you're sick, it's not really, it's not a vacation. (laughs) So I still feel like I have not caught up. I literally feel like I got hit by a truck physically, yes, but mentally, like I just I don't know when I'm going to be able to truly exhale and like just deal with all the things that have happened. Um, but today I did want to share, like I said, a few of the lessons that I learned in COVID um, tie into this le- you know this uh, episode. How can we see the light these days in the darkness? How can we see like I I get it when somebody reached out to me and when I said, you know, what do you want to hear about on the podcast and she was just like anything encouraging because literally everything out there right now is so ugly. I get it. Like I go on the internet and I just feel like, "Oh my goodness, this world has gone crazy." There's so much going on. And one of the really interesting things when I had COVID, I got really into watching these um, biopics, like movies about people's lives. And that would always, like I would watch one and then I would get so into this person. I just want to know like everything about them. So I watched documentaries about them. So I watched, I would say... One, two, three, f- about four different people. I'm not going to name the people on here, but celebrities that are no longer with us. You would be really surprised if you knew uh, some of the ones that I was I was really interested in because there was some really darkness, you know, darkness in these people's lives, and really in all of them, I would say there was a lot of darkness. And you know, I I literally sobbed at the end of some of these movies because I just saw, you know, how. Um, how people get trapped in a life or lifestyle that is not glorifying to God and is very dark but yet you see these parts of this person and and you you want to root for them you want them to know the truth and you want them you know you see there's good in them or they're seeking or you know that um it's not all dark. Like you see that there was light there. And so that kind of, um, it kind of made me sad. It kind of gave me a really big heart and compassion for, you know, people that are living in darkness, you know, rather than watching these stories of their lives and being like, oh, these sinners and they lived this terrible lifestyle. No, I felt like such compassion and Sadness, really, that you know these people were no longer with us, and I don't know if they you know knew Jesus at the very end or anything like that, but you know, you just have this greater awareness of wanting to spread light in a dark world, and at the same time, what I also noticed was you know, some of these people lived a long time ago that I watched was that, you know what, there is nothing new under the sun. There was such depravity, you know, many, many years ago. And even though we think right now it's like the worst thing because like there is literally no right and wrong. People are living upside down, round and round, right? But... The human heart has always been depraved, and there has always been, you know, darkness. There has been darkness since the beginning of time, since sin stepped in, since the Garden of Eden. There has always been darkness. It's just kind of like, you know, how it is, um, how it, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? See, I told you this little brain, COVID brain doesn't, (laughs) doesn't always work. My kind of misfires, um, it's just how it manifests, I guess, you know, like what the times you're living in are kind of just relevant uh, or, uh, you know, to, to where you are at that time. Like, you know, what, what people thought was so bad, you know, 70 years ago, uh, We might not think it is now, but at the time it was just because it was like relevant to that time. But anyway, my point is there's always been darkness. I mean, we're studying in ancient history right now and we're studying ancient Rome. I mean, let's talk about darkness and depravity, right? So there has always been this darkness. We're never going to not have it. Right. And I think that's kind of like right now we get so like down and out and we feel in despair because we're looking at the headlines in the world and we're like, wow, it's just so dark. We want, you know, this world to be full of light. It's it's always going to be there. So once we recognize that it's like, okay, the world is dark, right? Sin is in this world and it is dark. And so we have to look at that and say, You know, what can we do to bring light into the world? And we have to remember, you know, this verse popped in my head before. um, In Isaiah, it says, Isaiah chapter 9, whoops, I'm dropping everything here. Chapter 9, verse 2. The people who walk in darkness will see a great light. For those who live in a land of deep darkness, a light will shine. And so, I mean, we know that Jesus came to bring light into the world. And no matter what the circumstances are right now, no matter how ugly the world is, if we focus on the greatest light there is, the great light of Jesus, the light of the world, as it says in John chapter 8, let's see, verse 12, Jesus spoke to the people once more and said, I am the light of the world. If you follow me, you listen to this. If you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness because you will have the light that leads to life. Right there, that's the key. If you are feeling despondent, if you are feeling like this world is dark and there is no light and it's getting darker and darker every day, you've got to go to the Bible and read what Jesus himself said you will not walk in darkness, you will have him, the the light of the world. So we may be surrounded by darkness, but if we have Jesus, we can always have hope because we know that this world is not our home. This isn't just something we say to make ourselves feel better, right? Like, oh, well, you know, this, it's, it's the truth. This world is not our home. But at the same time, we are here right now. So how do we respond? How do we, how do we live in a dark world as light? And I think what happened this past week for me when I was in isolation with COVID Something really, I talked about on one of my devotionals, something really was um, such a blessing for me was that at the same time we were studying thankfulness in our Simply Living for Him online women's community for November. We are just looking at biblical thankfulness for our Bible study group, and we are just kind of um, focusing on what the Bible says about thankfulness. And so I was looking up verses and studying and this and that. And I just realized that, you know, it says in First uh, Thessalonians 5.18 how we should be thankful in all circumstances. It doesn't say we are to be thankful for the circumstances or for, you know, evil in the world or for COVID or for whatever's going on. We're not thankful for it, but we can be thankful in it because we have the light of the world. We have Jesus. And so... I actually wrote a blog post while I was sick. Again, it probably doesn't make as much sense as I thought it did at the time. But uh, it was, you know, how I was thankful with COVID. I wasn't thankful for COVID, but while I was in this very dark time, this very dark place, you know, not just because I was alone and sick, but there was also other things going on. Like, you know, you're worried, are other people going to get it? Um, you know, I had uh, family members that were sick as well. And so not in my immediate family, but, you know, so you have that like going on. And you're just like, you know, your mind is just like, wow, you know, this is so hard and difficult. And you don't know what's coming next. And you don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. But I had this like, amazing sense of peace the whole time that, you know, um, I could be thankful for the circumstances because even though there was unknowns going on, you know, you don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. You don't know if you're going to feel better or worse. You don't know who else is going to end up getting sick. You know, my poor family downstairs was testing constantly because they were afraid they were going to get it. And, you know, you just really don't know what the outcome is going to be. But at the same time, on the flip side, I would see all these things happening that were good. Like, I won't get into the details. But there were certain things that happened during this time that wouldn't have happened had I not had COVID conversations with certain people, um, different, you know, relationship things. And that was exciting to me and at like because I saw okay there is purpose in this like this thing wouldn't have happened if I hadn't been sick with COVID and so I would focus on that and that would like excite me because I'd be like wow God really does work all things for good right and then at the same time I also saw that I was in isolation Um, you know I couldn't be with my family I couldn't even see them because I'm in my room and we can't be together at all and they're all downstairs and i'm upstairs and they're leaving me food at the door like a you know jail <laughs> person or whatever and you know you're completely reliant on others bringing you things because you can't leave like it's just it's so bizarre and you know you're very much alone you can't see anybody you can't hug somebody you can't you know like just to see my kids faces anything but yet in isolation i didn't feel lonely because i realized like jesus is with me this whole time the light was in the darkness so even though i was living in a pretty dark you know space for several days on end i had the light with me and some of the most beautiful sacred times took place in those nine days where i was You know, talk about wanting to live simply without distractions. Well, you know, God gave me COVID and I got rid of all the distractions right away because here I am, just me, my bed, and my Bible. And, you know, I'm spending time with the Lord and I'm praying constantly. And all of a sudden, your perspective changes. Um, So, first of all, I had. Jesus with me the whole time and I was so grateful like I said this was a very uh sacred time because I I had no one with me at all except him I could not be with anyone else but yet he was here with me and I felt that presence and I um truly was able to spend time with him like never before right I mean I can't say I don't have time because I'm just laying in my bed you know for hours and hours a day and so at that same point um you know I I didn't feel um so lonely because I knew that it's just what it says in God's word like he will never leave you nor forsake you he is always there he is always with you And I really, really felt that. And so that was really exciting. And it was just like this very sacred time where, you know, truly getting rid of distractions and your perspective changes my perspective I mean talk about wanting to weed out what's important and and what's not now there was no time where I was like faced with death where I really thought like you know this could be it (laughs) I wasn't that gravely ill at all I mean I had a mild case Uh, I would say I had it like a very bad cold um And there was just a few, you know, odd little symptoms and things like that, but I never was, so I want to make that clear. I was never uh, in any grave danger. But at the same time, when you find out you have it, you know, for a little while you think, well, this could be serious. Like, you know, it could turn or I could get really ill tomorrow or in fact, people die from this, right? And um, even though I never got to that point, you know, your, your mind goes down that path for like a split second. And, you know, your perspective certainly does change. And in those moments, I was glad. It was like a rubber meets the road moment. Like I felt like this is where I have to walk the walk and not just talk the talk. Do I really believe Jesus is enough for everything? Do I really have faith? You know, because now when you're in this situation, it's very easy to crumble. And I'm so thankful because I know many years ago, I sometimes would crumble in in times of struggle. And I didn't at all. Like I was very... Uh, faith-filled. And I, I can only attribute that to the growth that I have had um, with the Lord because, you know, over these past many years, reading his word and just, you know, constantly wanting to grow closer to him. Um, But your perspective does change. Like, nothing really mattered. Like, in those moments, you really see what's important and what's not. And it's like, you know what, when I get better from this, I really am not going to focus on like silly things. Like I really feel like, you know, if I get through this, I will live differently. And if I get through it, like I said, I never really felt like I was dying or anything. Um, But, you know, it's like when I get through this, I am going to truly live differently. And I'm not going to get sucked into the world. And I'm not going to get sucked into all this stuff because you realize, you know, life is fragile and life is short and we don't know our life is but a vapor we don't know what tomorrow brings Uh, we only know what we know and that is that we have the lord always and we only have this moment and you know we don't know what tomorrow brings so your perspective changes and your gratitude for so many things changes um you know just being thankful for what I saw God doing, like I said, in the circumstances, um, you know, practicing this posture of gratitude and thankfulness. And as we talked about in our Bible study with um, uh, thankfulness and our simple living for him community, like thankfulness and gratitude, that is a posture of humility. It is really recognizing that like, I am not in control. God is in control. I am not uh, God. He is. And whatever he wills will be. And my job is to be completely surrendered to that. And then thankfulness is like a response to, like to how great he is knowing that he is in control. And he is all powerful. So anyway... Let's get back to talking about, you know, how we can find the light in this very dark world. Just like I said, in Isaiah, it tells us that you do not have to walk in darkness because we have that light. It says in John 8, 12, we don't have to walk in darkness. What I say, Isaiah? Sorry, eight twelve. Uh, we don't have to walk in darkness because we have this great light. And so, you know, instead of focusing on this is, this is ties right in with my COVID lessons. Instead of focusing on right now how dark the world is, because I know if you start to focus on that, yes, you're going to feel despair. And that could have easily been me during COVID. Like, this is terrible. This is awful. I, I can't leave the room. I'm really sick. What if other people get sick? What if I infected other people? You know, you can go down dark places, but. When you focus on Jesus and you focus on the light, the darkness, it, it doesn't feel so dark anymore. Like his light is always brighter than the dark. His light will always outshine the dark. So if you're feeling like right now, this world is ugly, you know, people can be ugly. Things are ugly, you know, and you're looking around the world and you're just feeling like, is there any hope? Yes, don't focus on that. Focus on, just like it says in First Thessalonians 5.18, you know, being thankful in the circumstances. So you're not thankful for the darkness, but you're thankful that you have Jesus. And what can you do in those circumstances? If the world is looking darker each day, then decide how you can spread the light. How can you shine a light? How can you you know uh show somebody jesus and i think what happens is everything just feels so big right if you were to look at everything as a whole right now yeah it's like i don't even know where to begin because there are so many problems worldwide right now you know nationwide whatever that it just feels so big and so hard and you don't know like how on earth to even um you know begin to try to um I don't want to say fix it, but, you know, you to, to make a difference, so to speak. But we can't look at that because, like I said, from the beginning of time, the world has been dark. But what can you do right now in your life? Like for me, my world got really small when I had COVID. My world was my room, right? My world got really small. And so focusing on, you know, what is going on around you right now, rather than looking at like globally, the darkness that goes on, because it's. Going to exist, right? Darkness is always going to exist. But remembering that, you know, Jesus is the light of the world. Like, one of the biggest things, too, I think, that helped me overcome a lot of darkness during COVID was because I spent time in the word a lot of time like you cannot spend time in the word and feel despondent you cannot spend time in the word and feel despair you cannot spend time in the word and feel depressed I'm telling you no matter what is going on when you start to read the truth the word of God is alive and active and powerful and it is transformational it has it has power There is power of the spirit there and you cannot go into the word and and feel like you do when you read the headlines or feel like you do when you scroll the Internet. You just can't because the Internet and the headlines, they may produce in you despair and despondence because they don't have the power of the spirit behind it but when you go into the word and it's alive and active and powerful and has the power of the spirit it literally changes you it changes your perspective it changes it's not just words in a book like a self-help book to make you feel good like i said it is alive it's transformational it has the power to change the way you think and when you are operating by the spirit and not by the flesh. You're automatically going to see the light in situations rather than the dark. And, you know, one way to kind of look for the light these days in these situations is to spend as much time as you can in the word of God. Spend as much time as you can filling up on truth. I mean, I say this stuff all the time. But I think for many of us, what we do is we're living in this world. We're living our daily life. We're doing our thing. We're trying to keep up with the world. We're trying to keep up with our little life. And then we try to sprinkle in the Bible when we can. We try to sprinkle it in on, you know, certain days. We try to sprinkle it in when we go to church. We try to sprinkle it in by, you know, putting up a Bible verse in our home here and there. But that's, that's not how we are meant to operate. We are meant to operate from a place of a nourished soul by the word of God. Like everything... We do and say our attitudes, our actions, our behaviors all come from our relationship with the Lord. And so we should be feasting on the word of God and it shouldn't be like, okay, I'm going to do my Bible study from three o'clock to 315 and then I'm going to check it off and now I'm good to go and now I can, you know, go do the rest of my day. We must approach our entire day, our entire life, everything we do out of a place of being already filled up by the word of God and by his spirit. It is not to, our life is not meant to be lived and then try to sprinkle in some of the Word of God to kind of help us through. That's not how it works. We operate with the Word of God as our foundation, with the Word of God as our spiritual nourishment in our soul, with what we're meant to feast on. And what, what happens is we're like, wow, this world is so dark, this world is you know, ugly and, and life is hard and everything's a struggle. Let me go run to my Bible and make myself feel a little bit better for now and then get, you know, regroup and then I'm going to go back out into world. Now, I'm not saying that the Bible, we shouldn't go to it when we need it. But what I'm saying is that's not a long-term way to live. We should be approaching the dark world with the light of Christ already in us. We should be approaching the dark world being filled up by the Spirit that and and by the truth that is found in the Word of God. We should be approaching our day from a place of the Spirit and not of the natural, right? So when we wake up, you know, we fill our mind with truth. We set our mind on things above. Before I always say, set your mind on things above before you try to tackle the things below, right? And then, you know, people always say, oh, I'm so busy. I don't have time in the morning and blah, blah, blah. If you're too busy and you don't have time in the morning, that's like saying, you know, I'm going to go, you know, drive my car, but I don't have time to put gas in it. Like you aren't meant to run and operate without it. (laughs) So if you're too busy, that's a red flag right there that you need to be in it. Right. Like I would tell young moms, I remember a long time ago, a young mom wrote to me and said, well, I just don't have time to read the Bible. I'm in a season of nursing babies and sleep, you know, deprived and all that. And I get it. Me too. Right. And, but it's like, you know what, instead of looking at it as like, this is the season where I'm too busy, you know, and I'll get to it later is like, this is the season where I need it more than ever. Right. Cause your car isn't going to run without gas. You're not going to run without the spirit. And so, if we want to look for light in this dark world, or we want to kind of just have our perspective change where we see the world and instead of, you know, falling down and feeling despondent and despair because it's just so ugly, approach it already filled up on the spirit. You will grieve for sin. You will find sadness over the things of this world because that's going to be a response. However, you will also have uh you know the ability to look at those things and rather feeling despair and despondent you feel motivated like all right the world needs jesus let's go the darker the world looks the more motivated you should be to share jesus you know like i said i was watching some of these documentaries about different folks over the time when i was uh with covid and it was just like you know what it it kind of spurs me on like These are famous people. So, you know, you get to see their stories. But how many people like that exist right now today that are hurting and suffering and living in dark? And we have the answer. We have the answer that all these people are searching for. And we, you know, for us, it's like we can't take on every single soul that is living in darkness right now and be like, okay, because that feels too big. And then that's where we kind of throw up our hands and we're like, I don't know what to do. But you can start by going to the grocery store and smiling at somebody. You can start by building a friendship with somebody in your community. You can start by building a relationship with somebody, you know, that is new and in town. Whatever it is, you can start so small. And that light will just continue to shine brighter and brighter. You cannot be responsible for all of the darkness in the world. Like that's where we kind of feel despair and despondent. I mean, if I look at the headlines and I look what's going on in the world, it just feels too big. But God didn't ask us to be God. He asked us to be disciples, to bring the light of Christ, as it says in the Great Commission, right? Uh, First uh, to Judea, then Samaria, then all the ends of the earth. And that's like our, you know, our life. It's first like in your home and then in your community and then in beyond, right? It starts small. Start by being a light in your own household. Because we forget about the ripple effect. You can be light to your children, who will then in turn be light to the people that they meet, who then in turn will be light to the people that they meet. And this passes on from generation to generation, and the ripple effect is huge. It's not just the people that you witness to around you. You witness to somebody who then witnesses to somebody who then witnesses to somebody, and the ripple effect is huge. So don't look at it in this grand, big scheme of things. Just look at it small. Like, what can you do today to be a light in the dark world? What can you do today to share Jesus with just one person? You never know the ripple effect. You know, I always talk about the one girl who shared Jesus with me. The ripple effect of her sharing Jesus with me is huge because I have now shared it with my kids and all the people in my life and in my ministry, which takes place online, which by the way, this past week or two, we have 300,000 downloads now on this podcast on every continent in the world, except Antarctica. Uh, So we have, you know, a ripple effect that is huge. And it's not even just those 300,000, uh, you know, people that have listened to the podcast. They then go and talk to people in their lives. And those people talk to people and those. I mean, the ripple effect is huge. So we start small. We start with our, you know, being a light in our home and filling our mind with the truth. Go listen to the last podcast before I even knew I had COVID where I talked about getting rid of junk. You know, starting in in just, you know your perspective of what really matters you know people life is so short life can end at any time why are we wasting it on so much junk why are we wasting it on things that are only feeding darkness ask yourself every day does this thing i bring into my home and does this thing i bring into my mind honor the lord and if it doesn't you're going to weed out 99 percent of your junk You're going to weed out all of your junk, first of all, because if it honors the Lord, it's not junk. Because so much of what we bring into our homes and our minds is junk. And then that's where the darkness can start to infiltrate. But we want to be filling our, our minds and our homes and our lives with light, things that honor God. So don't despair of the things of this world. Don't despair that this world is ugly because it promises us in the Bible That this world will have trouble. So we shouldn't be surprised, even though it does cause us to feel sadness and, you know, despair. And sometimes depressed, right? Because we know that Jesus has overcome the world. Our job is to be the hands and feet of Jesus. To share the light of Christ. Our job is not to overcome the world. Jesus did that already, right? So we can look at that and we can be grateful for that. You know, it's it's like when my daughter got married, you know, um, I wrote a post about it, you know, before they got married. I was thinking about, you know, sometimes it's like, I worry like the next generation, like what about, you know, I'm raising these children who hopefully will have children and, you know, more generations to come, but what kind of world are we leaving them? And what is their life going to be like? And then I'm quickly reminded, like, my kids are following the lord my daughter and her husband now i love to be able to say that are on fire for christ you know they they have a god honoring relationship they um are doing things the right way so to speak you know they are uh walking with the lord and the relationship is god honoring and you know that's Encouraging because it's like that can be a ripple effect. So rather than looking at, wow, this whole world is, you know, living in de- depravity, it's like, no, look at my daughter and her husband. They're living for the Lord. And there can be just as big of a ripple effect from those two souls than we think, you know, the whole world living in darkness. So we have to remember that. What we do matters. Raise our children, you know, to love the Lord. You know, I I wrote a post about it a while ago too about put your apron on and just get to work or something like that. It was on Instagram. You know, one day I was just like saying, like to the Lord, like, gosh, you know, things are so bad. Like, I don't know what to do. There's, you know, all these major issues going on in the world. And I felt like the Lord was like, well, that's fine. Now just put on your apron and get to work. Like, Focus on what's in front of you today. Focus on homeschooling these kids. Focus on raising these kids. Focus on serving your husband. Focus on getting in your Bible. And let me take care of the world, right? You do what you're supposed to do. You keep your eyes on me. You do the tasks at hand. And don't get caught up in all the big stuff going on. And so, you know, we don't want to get sucked in to... This darkness where we feel like it's hopeless. There is so much hope in Jesus. There is so much hope. I'm telling you today, just do this for me, please. If you're listening and you're sometimes feeling like, wow, this world is, you know, a struggle, this world is dark, and all the things going on, do this for me, please. And then tell me if it changes you. Stop reading the headlines. Stop getting sucked into all the I'll say discussions that's a nice way to put it uh going on online usually it's arguments and stuff but you know what I'm saying stop getting sucked into that and go to your bible and read your bible for the amount of time you would have scrolled through the internet I don't think you will be able to write me and say Karen I still don't feel any better Karen I feel worse the word of God is alive and active and powerful, and it will change you. It will change the way you think. It will change your perspective on the things of this world, and it is not going to leave you feeling in despair or despondent. When I had COVID and I was in bed for nine days, the word of the God was, the word of God was balm to my soul. It was medicine. It It truly filled me up. It never made me feel worse. It never made me feel despair. I mean, sometimes you get convicted, right, in the Word of God? But that's in a good way. I promise you, if you're looking for light in this ugly world, you have it. You have it already. You have Jesus and you have God's Word. Let it change you. Let it change you from the inside out. Let it change how you see the world. Let it change how you um, think about the things that are going on in the world. Remember, darkness is always going to be here until Jesus comes back. But, but you have the ability to live in the light while the darkness surrounds you and that's how i felt during COVID. i was my my room felt filled with light you know i was in this dark circumstance but i was like i've got jesus right here like your perspective changes so much all of a sudden all the big things of the world did not matter because god kind of like took me out of it for a little bit put me in that isolation to teach me some things, like I said, in a very sacred time. I have so much that I learned from that time. I'll probably share more here and there, snippets here and there. Um as I go. Um, But this is really what I wanted to encourage you with today about looking for light in a dark world. I do want to get to the homeschool topics that you guys are requesting. If you guys ever want to hear about certain things on the podcast, never hesitate to reach out to me because I only want to talk about what you guys want to hear about. So you can always message me on Instagram or Facebook, or you can email me at karen at simplylivingforhim.com. I will always try to address any of the things that you guys want to hear about. Um, But I know a lot of people want to hear about homeschooling stuff. So I am going to try to do some either like a special episode or I'm just not sure, maybe even a Facebook Live kind of Q&A. We'll see. Um, I would love to do something like that that's like interactive, but I have to really think on that and and pray on that first and see what would be the best use of my time that would be the best use of your time. So I will figure that out because I know a lot of people have questions in the meantime, My books are available on Amazon, The Simple Homeschool Journey, Building a Family, Not Just a Transcript, Called Home, Finding Joy and Letting God Lead Your Homeschool, and Real Homeschool, Letting Go of the Pinterest Perfect and Instagram Ideal Homeschool. Those would make, like I said, great Christmas gifts this year. Get one for yourself. Give one to a friend, um, something that doesn't clutter up their life, right? It brings, uh, it produces, you know, good fruit in their life. I would love for you to consider that or the Simply Living for him devotional which is for all women also if you are a homeschooler the e-course simplify your homeschool would be really helpful tell your husband you want that for christmas um that would make a great mid-year pick-me-up where it really helps you it's really more about um like the stuff that we talked about like nourishing your soul like so before you can even begin to organize your homeschool or get your homeschool under control you have to have your soul um, kind of at peace. And so simplify your homeschool helps you do just that. Look at the things that truly matter most. So you can find that, um, on my website at simplylivingforhim.com. You can click on the button for e-courses and you could find that there as well. So I hope that this episode encouraged you today. If it did, I'd love for you to share it with a friend. Let me know. And until the next time, I wish you all the blessings and joy in Jesus today.